Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Leading Life Large with your host, Rob Braun. Are you living a life other than completely fulfilled in business, romance, finances, and more? Maybe a life without real purpose or direction? Let Rob shine the light where you need it most. He will push and challenge you, motivate and inspire you, and most importantly, cheer you on to success. So lean in, tune in, and enjoy your time with Rob Braun and Leading Life Large. Good morning and welcome to Leading Life Large. This is Rob Braun, and thank you so much for making this a part of your day, a part of your week. If you're joining live, welcome. I'm glad you're tuned in this morning. If you're downloading it later on, that's cool too. Let me first say I honor those that are choosing to have this be a part of their week that are willing to get unreasonable in their lives, and I'm speaking to you. The numbers just increase. It honors me, and it lets me know that there's enough of you out there that that want that jolt, that want to get shaken up, that, that want to get moving in your life and to do something different. You know, living your life as big and as huge as you possibly can. And maybe what I'm offering you helps to you to make that shift. So you're tuned in because you're ready to get unreasonable in your life, and I'm glad you did. We're going to talk about money today. So first of all, it is Monday morning. It's August 13th, 2012. We're nearing the end of summer. Hopefully for all of you, you're staying cool. Here in Southern California, we're getting zapped with a little bit of uh, heat. We rarely get uncomfortable weather. It just got a little uncomfortable the past few days. Um, but we're, we're on top of it. So hopefully for you, wherever you are, you're, you're making your transition to, you know, getting toward the end of your summer right here. And, and so what I do want to talk about is I want to talk about money today. And it, um, honestly, it's one of my favorite topics to talk about nowadays. And, and the reason is it's, it's like one of those things in, uh, um, in conversations with God. The, the author of the book talks about, that we can't know comfort until we've known discomfort. We can't know the ultimate in joy until we've experienced the ultimate in pain. And for me and for many of you out there, money has been an incredible source of pain at one time or another. And so having experienced that extreme at one point, getting to experience the antithesis of that or the understanding of it brings a lot of joy and it doesn't make it quite so frightening. In fact, it can, it really can be a joyful um, energy, if you will. And I'm going to continue to use that word energy often as we're, as we're talking this morning or I am this morning. And, and so I, I enjoy talking about money because not that I have mastered it, but I have such a greater, grander understanding of my relationship with money. Money is one of those things that for so many of us, we've got negative messages along the way. Negative messages about who's got it and who doesn't have it. Negative messages about what it does or does not do for us in our life. And a a great example of that is how it is that you or I feel when someone outside of us comes into an amount of money and the the stories that we create around that. even the stories about the mismanagement of money. You know, we hear many, many stories. I know here in California with lottery winners, and I know that happens throughout the world, or people who suddenly came into big money, 
I know um, part of the stories that happen in our culture today is our young athletes that turn pro and suddenly have a lot of money and the stories around how they mishandle that. And, and there are some of us that love a good mishandling of a lot of money story. And we like that. And I'm talking about the collective we. We like that because it helps us to feel better about our own lives. And we get to go look, see what happens. And then many of you have that other story that goes, well, if it came my direction, I wouldn't squander it or I wouldn't waste it or I would find something better to do with it or I would be more noble about it or I'm ready for it. And yet, if you or I has any kind of old story around money, we're destined for the same type of outcome, even if it were to come in. And so what happens is, and this may freak some of you out, what happens is because of our negative relationship with money or unfriendly relationship with money, what happens is we actually keep money away from us. It protects us from the discomfort of what would happen if we did have that money because we're not ready for it. We're not ready for it if we haven't cleaned up our relationship with it. And our relationship with our money stems from really all this, the negative stories we've gotten along the way, the negative experiences. Personally, for me, I grew up in a home where we didn't have a lot of money. Um, even the way we lived, uh, we lived in trailer parks. We lived in, uh, we rented houses. Um, sometimes it was the house behind the, the main house. Uh, we didn't have new clothes for school very often. Um, we, uh, my dad and my mom, even their, their choice of living, you know, my mom was a waitress and my dad was a mechanic and there wasn't always money coming in. There were higher times and lower times and it was always a struggle. And that's what I what I grew up with was struggle. In fact, I remember, you know, growing up with my dad, there was all kinds of stories that he held about people who had money. And the stories went something like, you know, people with money are crooks. They got their money on the backs of hardworking people. And they didn't earn it. They didn't deserve it. They simply manipulated to get it. And so people with money are bad. And people that work and strive and barely make ends meet are good. And so you see how it'd be easy for me to settle right into a life of work hard, just get along, barely have enough, but man, am I noble. And a, a friend of mine said something the other day, and he could have been quoting someone else, but it came from him and he said, there is nothing noble about being poor. And I just loved that because there is nothing noble about being poor. Unless somehow your existence on the planet to not have serves the masses. For instance, a, a woman like Mother Teresa. That may have been an instant where her not having served an entire movement of generosity and charity and giving to the masses. But outside of Mother Teresa, I can't think of another person that has demonstrated nobility in not having. And there is nothing noble in being poor. There's, enough, there's no good story. There's no 
lesson for the rest of us. There's no lesson for my sons, for me to to uh, demonstrate not having. It's a great story that helps me to feel better about myself if I was one of those that did not have or could not get my relationship right with money. But there's no no nobility in it. And the, the reality is money is an energy. Money is an energy that flows in and out. And depending on our relationship with the money, that's going to dictate a lot of the flow of our money. If we're trying to, let's let's put it this way. When we're in generosity and we're in giving and we trust that money is going to flow in and out, money is going to flow in. When we hold on to, we hoard, we, we, we protect, that's when we stop the flow of money in or out. Money is what we decided. You know, a lot of the shows uh, these past few weeks has been about empowerment, that we have choice, we have power over our stories. We have power over, you know, the, our successes. And the same thing goes for money. I'm going to recommend a book, and I invite any of you out there that, that really does not have a good handle on your relationship with money to go out and buy this book. And I'm sure you can download it. I'm sure you can, you can you know, get it without having to get the paper book. I, I tend to like, still like the hardcover book. I love to get my highlighter out so I can highlight and revisit and bend page corners and all that. Um, but uh, Robert Scheinfeld. Let me make sure I spell his name right. Robert Scheinlein. I'll, I'll get his name for you in a moment. Um, Busting Loose from the Money Game. Busting Loose from the Money Game. And what he does in this is he, he it's an existential look, if you will, at money, like everything we do have that relationship with, but we just forget that we have that kind of power over money. And what it reminds us throughout the book, there's a couple of things. One is that Lack of or abundance of money is whatever we decide. It's, it's a creation in our head. And you've all heard this. If you have read the book, The Secret, or you believe in the law of attraction, and that we have the power to attract and also keep away money in our lives. So his premise is that, that we decide. And, and if we go with the old story of what money was that we got when we first came into first came into um, understanding money, then we won't have money. But if we're somehow able to reframe that, we're able to look at money for what it is, and that is, first of all, is that it is abundant and there is no limit to it. We've just got awful stories out there that we attach ourselves to that is the limiting stories around money. And the other is that we've got the power to change that. So there is an abundance of money, and we have the power to change whether or not money is abundant for us. And what I will share with you is it is the most painful, and I know it was for me, the most painful transition in moving from the limiting stories and beliefs around money to believing that money truly is abundant and all I need to do is, is draw money to me. In fact, I have a mantra nowadays when I forget about the abundance of money and I slip into any kind of fear about whether or not another client is going to sell on, whether this work, the investment we're making on this book, it's actually going to turn into you know, making money out there. The moment I catch myself going back into that, oops, there isn't enough money, my statement to myself is, it's time to start making some more money. It's just time to start making more. It's time to get my attitude right, my thinking right, my truth right. 
with me again and just start making more money. Start doing the things that attracts money to me, which you and I all have the power to do. But it takes getting clear about what our uh, what we believe the truth around money is. So I want to get very practical with you right now. We've all got some kind of bugaboos around our stories around money, and we need to get those right, or we're never going to be able to draw the kind of money in. It's interesting. I just gave a, uh, a workshop the other day, a very brief um, hour, hour and a half presentation. And at the end of this, everyone's excited, encouraged, wanting to move forward. And the moment, the moment, the moment we talked about money, the air in the room got sucked out. The moment we talked about making an investment on your success in your life, the stories started to come out about how difficult businesses and uh, the short sale businesses is struggling in the economy. And uh, it was amazing, the stories that came out and the whole energy that came out. And it's all about our beliefs. It, and the moment we start attaching or believing that something or some thing, we'll just say something, whether it be a service, a product, a success, or whatever that is we're going after, has something to do with money, we begin to get discouraged. We begin to think it's not possible. And the reality is we have all the power to shift our stories, our energy around money. Until we do, it doesn't matter how much money we make, it will never be enough. When we can finally get clean and clear on our relationship with money, meaning we're clear that there is enough and that we have the power to bring in all that we need, that's when we'll begin to start having enough money. And we can stop worrying about our account balances. So practically, what I want you to do for each of you this week is to, is to sit down and identify where you got your story around money. Where did it come from and what is your story? You may believe that the, the you know money is only for those who get a college degree or work in a certain area or get their hands dirty or don't get their hands dirty or figure out how to uh, you know manipulate the internet or whatever that is whatever story comes up. Now you may not be real aware of them at first, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to pay attention every time you get a twinge in your body around money. That means when you go to Starbucks and they tell you the final total on your Starbucks bill is $6.70 and you go, ooh. Or you think about what it costs, anything. You think about, um, you know, so-and-so's birthday is going to come up. We're going to need to get that person a gift. And you suddenly think about, ooh, money. If, um, if you're... If you're, something happens with your car, you know, your car starts making a noise and you suddenly go, ooh, how much is this going to cost me? Um, your kids are going back to school and they're going to registration and the you know, cost of the yearbook and the cost of their student ID card and all that goes up. And this year they say you're going to have to pay a percentage toward the books or school supplies and you go, ooh, money. Any one of those, every time one of those comes up, document it. Write it down. This is you taking a look at how you relate to money, taking a look at your relationship with money, taking a look at how you still see money as limited because you're going, ooh, that's going to cost me. Ooh, I don't know if we can afford that. When you go out to a restaurant with your wife or your husband or your family or your team, do you look at the bill and go, ooh? Do you look at the bill and go, 
you know, I, I, oh, this is going to cost me in a tip. Do I do 15% or 20? I'd love to do 20, but I don't have that much in my bank account or it, whatever it is. Anytime, anytime there's this twinge around money. Now, I would love to be able to give you the formula. Robert Scheinlin, when he wrote the book, he's got a book and he's got a formula. It's all there for you. But if we don't identify our current message around money, and I'm going to go back to the title of the show today, money, some of us still believe the root of all evil. I heard reframed this weekend. I loved it. The love of money is the root of all evil. In other words, if we think that money is the cure-all, the make everything better, if I just had enough, blah, 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 you fill in the blank. That's where money becomes our enemy, when we think that money in and of itself is what cures or fixes. Great short story, a friend of mine talked about how he got this, this uh, uh, a good refund on his tax return, right? His accountant got him a nice refund, and suddenly they went into, oh, that solves our problems, that solves our stress, that solves this, that solves that, and, this is no bullshit, and... What happened very shortly after they found out they were going to get this big refund, their car broke down and they needed to buy a new refrigerator. The compressor or something went out in the refrigerator. So because they had linked money fixes, money cures, money makes it all better, their attitude wasn't right. The moment some came in, something broke down and sucked up all the extra money. My belief is that if they had learned and had gotten to a place of realizing that money doesn't make or break and money flows in and money flows out and there's always enough, they would have been able to have this extra money and thoroughly enjoyed it and be able to do some of the things that they were planning on doing anyway, not that they were waiting to do because money was suddenly coming in, but it would have enhanced their, their life experience. So this week, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep building on this one, this week, identify everything that comes up around money, every feeling you have around lack or not enough or if only. Identify those. We can't move forward until we've gotten clear what our stories around money is. And I don't care where you are on the planet. Somewhere out there, you're bringing money in and money's going out and you need a certain amount to be able to sustain yourself and live your life the way you want to live your life. Leading your life large, living your life large means that you get to do what you want and you do only what you feel inspired to do. And if money is a reason why you're not living big, we got to clean up that money. We got to clean up the relationship with money. So this week, pay attention to every time Money gives you a little twinge, a little ache, a little pain, a little something. Even when it gives you elated joy, if you're getting all excited and elated around extra money that comes in, that's you stuck in a story about money brings joy, money fixes things, money is good. Money is not good or bad. Money is just what it is. It's an exchange. It's a flow of energy that we have the power to bring in and, and send out other directions as long as we're in good relationship with it. So for this week, pay attention to your relationship with money. Pay attention to every feeling, every judgment, every thought, everything related to money. And you're going to be amazed at how often it comes up for you. But document it. Write it down. Get clear on that. We'll build on that for next week.
So with that, I'm glad you joined me. This has been Leading Life Large with Rob Braun. Remember, tomorrow is not promised. Begin today. Don't let this go by anymore. And if this is really causing you some pain to listen to this this morning, fantastic. We're addressing something that really needs to be addressed in your life, and that we've got to help you get clean and get clear so that you can start attracting and drawing what you deserve out there. All right. This has been Leading Life Large. This is Rob Braun. Have a fantastic week. Have an abundant week. Remember to document. Remember to tune in next week so we can build on this. Thanks for joining me. Have a fantastic day. Bye-bye now.